Welcome to season six of the Making a Marketer podcast with your hosts, Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Jen Cole with Gretemann Group and Xdan. This show is for all levels of experience talking marketing and business with the best guests in the industry. Two guarantees that we maintain you will learn and laugh. Here we go. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 120 of the Making a Marketer podcast. I'm Megan Powers with Powers of Marketing and Powers of Podcasting. The show is brought to you by those two businesses focusing on strategic content creation, podcast hosting, and production. If you're interested in sponsoring, please hit me up. And my awesome co-host is Miss Jen Cole. Hi, Jen. How are you today? Hey, Megan. I am doing wonderful today. Absolutely wonderful. How are you doing? I'm good. I started my new work project contract to full-time today, officially. Yay. And it's funny because I was a contractor for them before. So I go, right. all my emails right. that they've been sending me while well, I haven't been there for the last two months are like still in my inbox and stuff. It's been <laughs> interesting, but it was fun to go back into Slack too and say, I'm back, you know. Yeah. Very exciting. Yeah. And working on some great events for them. So I'm excited about that as I am about the show today. Y'all, we have Jen's agency leadership joining us today to talk about longevity in agency leadership. Sonia Gretemann and Ashley Bowen-Cook, welcome to the show. Thank you. We're happy to be here. Yes. Thank you for having us. Excellent. Okay, I'm going to read your bios. We do try to keep them brief. Um, I think in this case, it, it might not do you total justice, but everyone will definitely understand we're in great hands. Sonia is founder and chairwoman of Gretemann Group. Whether increasing a client's market share, connecting with new audiences, or championing community engagement, Sonia helps clients achieve maximum altitude. Challenging designers and writers to dig deeper, think smarter. Three decades of helping build brands put Sonia in demand outside the office too, serving on multidisciplinary teams, promoting culturally rich, visually satisfying environments. Steady managed growth means clients don't get lost in the shuffle. They know their brand managers and that Sonia's directly involved. Almost three decades of helping build some of the world's best known brands has put Sonia in demand. Ashley is in leadership with the Gretemann Group. Ashley Bowen-Cook grew up in aviation, and she has advanced through the ranks over 19 years. As the head of business development, she puts her extensive aviation background to good use, securing clients such as Clay Lacey Aviation, Jet HQ, King Aerospace, and Vantis. She has helped lead the firm's ongoing evolution to stay abreast of marketing innovations. She understands how to communicate a brand's essence and achieve a vision. Today, she gives back to the industry and community as the first female chair of the Wichita Aero Club. The Wichita Business Journal selected her as 2008 40 Under 40 and 2021 Marketing Award honoree. Obviously, two highly qualified women with us here today. <laughs> Jen, let's kick it off. All right. So we're going to start with you today, Sonia. So what first inspired you to create and build Gretemann Group back in the very beginning? 
Well, I worked at two agencies and I liked the vibe, but I wanted a closer connection to the clients and the action. You know, I just didn't want to be a designer in the back room. I'd also worked a corporate job as an illustrator at Boeing, and that was clearly not for me. I'd look at my watch at 10 a.m. and then I'd look again at 10.03 and time Uh. seemed to go backwards. So I knew I needed to get the hell out of there. So I had yearned for an agency environment that was not driven by account service, but was more driven by creative. And to tell you the truth, most agencies in the mid-80s were also heavily dude-driven, just a whole lot of testosterone. And I didn't see myself in a leadership role at that kind of firm. You know, they were always trying to squelch me. So it didn't take long to figure out that what I wanted to do was not available. So I had to go out and build it. I love that. Yeah, I could imagine that good old boys club. I could see that. I mean, just in the association world within aviation, I've seen, yeah, very highly male dominated. Both industries. Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. for sure. Awesome. Well, let's go to Ashley. How did you meet Sonia and and how did that relationship grow into your current position in the agency? I I think Jen said there might be a recent change. (laughs) Yes. So, uh, gosh, this kind of goes back more than 40 years in a way. So I've been around business aviation my entire life. Um, My dad is Paul Bowen, a world-renowned aviation photographer based here in Wichita. And I was really fortunate to join him on several photo shoots as a kid and develop relationships with his friends who took me under wing. And and actually, he and Sonia met in the early 90s and started working together on the Learjet account. And so meanwhile, I'm in college. I spent my summers at Learjet as an intern in the public relations department for a gentleman named Dave Franson. And it was pre-9-11. So it was a great time because I was really fortunate and kind of had the run of the place as long as I threw out Dave's name around the factory. But uh, after graduating from the University of Kansas, Rep Chuck Jayhawk, I moved to Dallas for what was known as Bombardier FlexJet at the time. And Gretemann Group happened to be our creative agency. So then after 9-11, there were some layoffs in my department. And all of a sudden, I became the client contact for the agency and worked with Gretemann Group on a daily basis. So fast forward to when my husband took a job that was going to move us back to Wichita, I let Sonia know that I needed a place to land. And the next thing I know, she called me up, said, do you want to come and work for us? There was essentially no interview. And, you know, (laughs) yeah, I mean, we we knew, you know, we knew that we worked well together already. And really, since then, Sonia has really given me this freedom to grow in my position and nurtured me over the years and the rest is essentially a 20 year history. That's awesome. I hear that a lot. I love when that happens when clients become agency employees. Yeah. That's awesome. It's really cool. And it's, wow, there's a lot of that piece that I didn't know. Holy moly. That is just, <laughs> I mean, I've, obviously I knew about your dad. That is, that's already badass in and of itself. But, you know, the rest of it, like, <laughs> I love that story. And there's a lot of that. I feel like, you know, Sonia said it the other day in our agency, we luck out. You know, it's a serendipitous thing. It's a, just a magical. But, you know, here's the thing about Gretman Group. We're always putting out those good vibes. So, that, of course, we're attracting great people because we put out good vibes. And that's just how things luck. work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, Ashley, we'll stay with you for just a second. What do you think is the most fascinating thing about aviation marketing? And what is your favorite project that you've worked on? 
Well, what's not fascinating about aviation, especially (laughs) being based in the air capital of the world, given our client relationships and our industry connections. I mean, we've had a front seat to some major industry milestones. And, you know, as far as my favorite project, it's kind of like asking someone to pick their favorite child. I have nearly 20 years of amazing projects to look back on. And I mean, everything from beautiful dimensional direct mail pieces when I first started working here, um, sunrise and sunset photo shoots from Vegas to North Dakota. One time we had a secret room for an aircraft rollout where everyone, including our team and the prospects, had to sign an NDA to enter the room. Wow. I'm flying to Italy with Sonia on a 48-hour trip to tour some factories. (laughs) But I think if I had to name one, it would probably be the Learjet 50th anniversary book, which was the business jet that changed the world. It was years in the making. I got to go back to my old stomping grounds. I got to spend days in the archives touching history and help in telling the story of the definitive business jet. Wow. That is really... That's, that's like invaluable. That's some really cool stuff. Holy, that's a part of history. That's fantastic. Not very many people get to say they're literally a, a part of history. Like we're all part of history in our own lives, but like world history, that is freaking amazing. I'm starstruck. Well, and to me, it's so cool how, I mean, aviation, there is hardly a person in the world, right, that aviation doesn't have an impact on in some way, shape or form. So, wow, very cool. I love that. All right, Sonia, back to you. When you started building your agency 33 years ago, which um, as somebody who has had an agency for nine and a half years, that to me is like mind boggling in and of itself. But digital marketing was like barely a thing, right? Like when did you start to see the potential in digital and and how did you begin to really em- embrace it and grow a team that 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 drove digital marketing? Well, to tell you how long I've been in it, when we first started, I didn't even have a computer. So <laughs> oh my <laughs> but in, in 1994, my IT director, and I called him my computer guy, we didn't even know the term digital back then, didn't use right. it, approached me and said, we needed a website. And I said, what's that? So he showed me a few websites and I was like, well, we can make one of those. So we created the first website agency website in the region. I was really proud of it and really got our feet wet and tried something totally new. And then a few years later, I got my first real look at analytics and I realized it was a game changer. We were done guessing. We now had proof that our efforts worked. We drove leads. We generated page views. We could now track how well our creative was working. And it was proving both our worth and our value and the investment clients were making in our product. So from a skinny little creative designer to someone who values analytics and the impact of these digital tools, it's really been a revolution for me. And each year... We've added capabilities, paid media, SEO, drip campaigns, et cetera. And I love seeing our clients' eyes light up when we present analytics to them. I mean, it's like a button goes off in their brain. So we love seeing that, but we also love hearing from our client's boss, who's really happy with the increased revenue that are generated from the marketing. So it's come full circle for me. That's awesome. Yeah, there's definitely a difference in that between digital and the out of home. You know, you're still, you're like, you know how many cars drive by a billboard? You know, you like obviously back when, like the yellow pages, right? That was a big, a huge way that 
people advertise if you weren't in the phone book, you didn't exist. And now if you don't have a website, you don't exist. If you're not on social, you don't exist. But you know what's funny too? You just mentioned how far back you go. I like in the 90s um, started making websites. And I was talking to this younger guy recently who I told him about the Wayback Machine. You know about the Wayback Machine? You can basically enter in any URL for any website and then see at a moment in time, go back years and see. And he said, I showed him through like the first website, that corporate website I ever created. And he thought it was, oh, that was like like a history lesson. Like he definitely thought he (laughs) stepped back in time. So that's always fun to do. So I love that. Yeah. You didn't have a computer. That's amazing. What did? How did you work back then? Uh, Even without, I mean, the web didn't I, exist at first. But we cut amber lith and we set type the type the type Okay. okay. That was nineteen. That is so cool. And you used the phone. Weird, right? <laughs> I did that today and yesterday, and I never do that in my job. Literally two days in a row, I used my phone, but it was my cell phone. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. That's so funny. All right. Awesome. I just, I geek out on agency stuff. And this is a, a, we've we've only done a few shows with agency owners. And I always love because every agency is so different. And I just love the, and the origin stories are are so awesome. But we're going to take a little brain break. Now we like to take a break in the middle of the, of the business and sometimes talk about something fun. And so today our brain break question is, what are you binging at the moment. I don't I don't think anyone is honest if they say they're not binging anything because I think everyone I mean we're all so impatient now, right? Like to get to the you end <laughs> you'll end a season and be like, when's the when's the next season coming out? Um I'll just answer first. I just re-binged, sadly, selling sunset. Um <laughs> I mean so bad. So bad. But I've started to watch White Lotus and now I know how yeah. I know I got a spoiler on that as I mentioned. But uh Ashley, what about you? What are you binging? Well, I'm not gonna admit to all that I'm binging because it would be embarrassing. That's just fair. the quant just the sheer quantity of the volume. Television. Yeah, <laughs> yes, <same>. yes. <laughs> um let's see. I love Emily in Paris. That's yeah, a fun yeah. one. I studied abroad in college and lived in Paris for a while. So it's fun to watch that. I love Yellowstone and 1883 and 1923, I think is the other one. So all okay. of those are great. Um, and then I've also been binging the Mindy Project. Ah, I love that. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, in the, you know, this makes me laugh whenever I... When social media managers complain about how unrealistic Emily in Paris is, I'm like, just relax. I mean, it's a fun show. Cute. Just, yeah, just, you know. Uh, Sonia, what about you? Well, just to admit how much I binge watch, I finished White Lotus and Yellowstone and really enjoyed both of them. I'm looking forward to binging Mandalorian. It's coming out in another couple of months, so that shows you how geeky I am. But <laughs> interesting one for me right now is called Lady Parks, and it's about a Muslim female punk rock band, and it's just um, held in London, and it's just culturally fascinating. That is awesome. I love it. All right, Jen, what about you? Well, you know, we did just finish White Lotus last week. Uh, I'm so sad it's over. Can we like just go again already? Um, (laughs) But (laughs) last night, so I kind of binge shows two ways. Sometimes I binge shows with Tim and then I always have a show that I'm binging without Tim because he wouldn't want to watch it, you know, and he does the same thing too. But uh, I, with Tim, I am currently binging Hunters, which is really interesting. It's about this group of 
like misfits in America who are hunting uh, Nazis. <laughs> oh, wow. They're living in America. And it's based back in like 1977. It's a really cool show. Really intense show. It literally starts off with a bang. And then my own show that I'm binging right now is Jenny and Georgia. <laughs> I just love the drama. <laughs> is what? Jenny and Georgia. Oh, I've not heard uh, that. Single mom with cute little daughter and like teenage okay. drama versus single mom drama. It's pretty cute. On what what uh, streaming platform is it on? It's Netflix. It is. Okay. All right. Cool. All right. Awesome. Well, that was fun. All right. Let's kick off the second half. <laughs> All right. Back at it. So, okay. We're going to stick with you, Sonia, with an aviation marketing agency in the very heart of the air capital of the world. How important has it been to you to be active in the local community in Wichita? And how do you balance nurturing local relationships and also staying active in the aviation industry? So everyone knows that owning a, a successful and long-standing business is built on relationships, and we've always yeah. played the long game, treating our clients right, fair, over-delivering, do what we said we were going to do, and more. But all of that isn't enough. Aerospace has been a life-changing vertical for us. When we landed Learjet 30 years ago, it was easy to fall in love. The company was phenomenal. The people sophisticated and well-traveled. The aircraft were over the moon cool, and it was just magic. It took us all over the world interviewing owners on how the aircraft helped them be successful. And with every new client, our aviation knowledge deepened. So we consistently attend the big trade shows, the aviation trade shows. And to tell you the truth, it's the highlight of the year to reconnect with old friends and meet new ones. And we're always you know, looking for new business, too. And we find ourselves in a powerful position to be an expert when we're pitching new business and talking to an aircraft company, because we know the aircraft, we know the terminology, we know the players, the media, the editors, the industry. And our clients seek that knowledge and they trust us because we're not trying to be everything to everybody. So that's been phenomenally successful for us. So equally important to me is serving our local community. We tend to be involved in causes that are near and dear to our hearts, art, animals, AIDS, homeless, children. We've partnered with many organizations, creating their campaigns for fundraisers and events. And it's some of our most creative work because we have control and it gives us an opportunity to try new things. It gives our staff freedom to come up with something that has kind of an unusual wow factor that we normally wouldn't be able to do for a more conservative client. So the two just balance each other beautifully. Yeah, I can definitely speak to that. Like I remember the design for Tallgrass this this last time and holy moly, that I mean every year it's impressive cuz I remember like previous years too, but this year's was so cool and then like your tie into, you know, knowing one of the bands and your history with producing like making their music video and everything is just it's really cool. I and, and you know all the stuff that uh, Gretman Group does with like Mark Arts and the Wichita Art Museum, it's it's really cool to like be a part of that and get to know Wichita from that view like my love for Wichita has always been very very small business and you know hyper local and then to just kind of scale out a little bit to these larger amazing organizations that we get to touch and be part of is really cool I love it 
Awesome. All right, Ashley. So every agency works differently. There are small and large. There are agencies that, like Jen just said, work hyper local. There's some that are, you know, national. What is it do you think about the team environment in an agency that makes it work together seamlessly? So I think there's a mutual respect in our office for both the strategy and the creative and how those really come together to move the needle for our clients. And while, of course, young energy is important and we want it, we also have a really solid group of seasoned professionals who bring years of experience and maturity of the team and make that magic happen. Well, and you you do have to roll with the times, right? Like you got to evolve. And there is definitely something to be said for like having a, what's the word? Just being hyper aware of the difference between generations and and how we can work together in very positive and ways that we just try to understand each other, you know, versus the, they're like this, you know, everyone wants to point the finger at the millennials and how they are. And it's like, gosh, every generation was, is a certain way, but we're all just human and let's all like just figure out how can we work together in a better way and communicate really well together. So that's super important. Yeah, I guess working with five generations of people. I mean, it is amazing. We've never had this big a span in the agency. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It's pretty wild. You know, when you start weaving in, you know, things like TikTok and Instagram, where I I know that they always say, and we just talked about this on a recent episode about TikTok, not necessarily just being for the kids, Mm -hmm. but it does kind of help to have that younger eye and that younger feel and understanding for, you know, what makes that kind of content, you know, attractive to people and, and how you can use that for your brand, you know, to attract your, to attract your potential customers, people that you want to see your content and the kind of people that you want to have return on a regular basis to come see what you're producing, what you're putting out and, and to build that trust that you do have the knowledge. You also have the resources and the wherewithal to understand that you can be on any platform. Like we can do blogging, like you can do social, you can do email, but you can also do TikTok. It's not just for the kids, it's for everyone. And the cool thing about having all these different, you know, the the large span of generational value that we have is we can see all those different facets. It's pretty amazing. Yeah. One of the accounts that Jen works on is we're using Snap ads to attract a 16 to 20 year old audience. And they've been highly effective and not very expensive. And it's been really reaching mm-hmm. our audience. And I'm impressed with that. And the client is just over the moon happy with it. <laughs> I think the beauty, too, of that cross-generational is that, you know, kind of the old model, it always seemed in the past where it was, you know, the older, more seasoned professionals mentoring the younger generation, and the younger generation wasn't necessarily bringing a lot to be able to share, you know, in the reverse. And so because of all of these, you know, digital platforms, it does give more cross-generational training toward each other so that, you know, like you said, the young person can all of a sudden teach the more seasoned professional, oh, here's how you do this. Let me show you. This will be a lot easier if I just show it to you. Yeah. 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 I love that you bring that up because I still have that blog post that Deanna wrote, the words that weekend, it is literally a shortcut on my little shortcut bar. So anytime I want to just make sure that I'm staying on par with like the way that I, I, I just, I really respected Deanna and the way that she writes. And I learned so much from her. And I think that is cool. It's very valuable to be able to look up to somebody and use their writing as something 
to aspire to. And yeah, it's, it's made me a better worker to have somebody like that, a mentor or somebody to look up to. And so it's just, it's powerful. It's really cool. But you know, Ashley, while we're still hanging with you, what exciting things do you foresee happening in the coming months or years in the marketing and aviation industries? And of course, you know, within Gretman Group. So I would say within marketing itself, I think it's going to be really interesting to see how AI impacts all of our roles as those tools become more popular and accepted. And I think while it might help streamline what we do, it seems like the quality just won't be the same without a person involved who has a true eye for design or an acumen for storytelling. Um, So that will be really interesting to see. And then from the agency standpoint, we definitely have some changes happening in the agency itself. And as of January 1st, I became president of Gretemann Group and I'll be overseeing the day-to-day operations of the agency. And Sonia will serve as the chair of the board and remain in her creative director position. And Sonia has given me tremendous opportunities to grow over the years. And I'm incredibly grateful for the trust she has in me to carry on her legacy. And we very much balance each other out. This is big news for us because I have run this agency for 34 years. And uh, so it's quite a transition and one that I am very thrilled to announce. Yeah, congratulations. To see what happens. Yeah, congratulations <laughs> yeah. to you both. Like this is, I know this was not like this had to be, this is a big decision, yeah. a big decision. It's actually been 10 years in the making, but we actually got really serious about it for two years to put the deal together. That's That's really awesome. (laughs) All right. So on that, looking back, Sonia, over these more than three decades within this agency that you have built from the ground up, what's kept your passion alive like, and the work that it produces ongoing? So my passion is a direct connection to the people and the projects. So when people ask me what my favorite project is, It's always the one I'm working on right now. I just have a voracious appetite for culture and design, a well-written story and learning new things. And to own an advertising agency, I could not have picked a better career for me to keep me young, curious and growing. I mean, it's just a phenomenal place to have spent my last 34 years. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, congrats again. I feel like, you know, agency owners have so much to learn from each other. In fact, that the guest that we had on the last episode, he said that he's focusing more on that, on actually having more interaction with other agency owners and trying to learn from other people about how they do things and how they, not only for how that can help you run your business, but for, for how you can interact with clients moving forward and enrolling with all of the changes and all that kind of good stuff. So that's awesome. All right. Well, we do have a standing question. We like to ask every guest and we love to know what are you reading? So business-wise, what is a business book that you would recommend? Ashley, what about you? All right. So I'm just going to come clean here. As a busy working mom, by the time I sit down in a quiet space to read a book, it generally puts me to sleep. However, however, I am a huge fan of Audible for audiobooks, and I am addicted to podcasts, and I have a couple blogs and a couple Instagram accounts that I really like. Um, Favorite topics are productivity, leadership, and work culture. I like the Maxwell Leadership Podcast, Ink and Bowl, Harvard Business Review are some of my favorites. So I tend to listen to the podcast while I'm working out in the early mornings so I can multitask. 
Yeah, I totally get that. Yeah. And it's funny because I had a friend who recently, she said, I read 100 books in 2022 and my new goal is 120. But then she said she listened to them and we're like, I mean, I guess that counts. That counts. I mean, you got the knowledge. You got the knowledge. Yes. Yes. But it definitely does take it takes something to sit down with a book, whether it's a Kindle or an actual physical book, for sure. So I totally get that. Sonia, what about you? Well, I wanted to recommend my favorite book of all time, advertising book, and it's called A Big Life by Mary Wells. And she was the creative force behind Braniff Airlines and her, their advertising success. And she was one of the early women in advertising back when Madison Avenue was male dominated. So, you know, she was just a real ceiling breaker. But she created the campaign, The End of the Plain Plane, after a trip to Mexico, where she was just inspired by all the bright colors, the cobalt blues and the oranges of the culture. She came back, she painted all the tales of the Braniff Airline family, these vibrant hues, and she changed marketing forever with that slogan, end of the plain plane. She also hired fashion designer Emilio Pucci to uh, design these mod sexy flight attendant uniforms that set the industry on fire. So Her ideas were not confined to an ad space or like, you know, a digital campaign, but it was a she was inventing total brand experiences way before anybody even heard the buzzword brand experience. And her flight attendant outfits and her campaigns have just gone down in history as some of the most famous. And she's just a fascinating read. Awesome. I love it. Yeah. I'll make, we'll make note of that. Jen volunteered on the last episode to put a cumulative list together of all of the books that all of our guests have recommended. <laughs> I so, will do that. <laughs> we'll be looking for that sometime in the near future. <laughs> we'll do know, it in the next a, one. Give me a deadline. <laughs> it's a big ad. Okay. I will do that. Yeah. I mean, the good thing is you don't have to listen to them all. You can just look, you can scroll through all the episodes and copy and paste them out with hot links yeah. and everything. So <laughs> should make it a little bit easier. Well, Ashley and Sonia, thank you so much for being with us. I think that it's really interesting to me to hear from an agency that's focused on one industry, you know, like, because so, I mean, agencies, any agency I've ever been involved with, they'll do whatever work comes their way. And so I love that you have that focus. And that's awesome. And it's been lovely to hear from you both. Thank you, Megan. Thank you, Jen. It's been a blast. (laughs) Thank you for having us. Absolutely. All right. Thank you too, Jen. I will be seeing you on the next 120 episodes. I mean, that's a little, Holy that's moly. a mini milestone. I know. It's crazy. It's a mini milestone. Yeah. Yeah. Gosh, we're just trucking along with this little thing, aren't we? <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> <laughs> All right, friends. If you like this podcast, please do us a favor and share it. Um, we'd also like if you rate and review us because it gets us heard by more people. Thank you for spending this 40 minutes or so with us. This has been episode 120 of the Making a Marketer podcast, and we will catch you next time.